0: what to do next. So stop saying that you don't know what to do. Stop feeling overwhelmed. Stop living in the valley and start walking into your calling. So I'm so excited you're here. Welcome to the show. We are going to hear from someone today. And like I said, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. So Alicia and I have been connected for quite a while. Uh, We were in a previous business together and we just kind of met through there and we connected, and then I feel like ever since then, it doesn't matter what we do, where we go, where we work, where we live. We're just always going to somehow just like, just follow each other through life, and I think that that's really great. I didn't have anyone in my life like that, and I started praying that God would bring me like-minded people who just get me and who need me and who I need them, and it's just a mutual relationship and you just feel like they're meant to connect with you. And that's really how Alicia's always been and so I've gotten to see her transform her life and change her life. She quit her longtime corporate job because she just needed to set her soul on fire and needed to change, needed something new. She is so bold and if you guys have been on the calls for a while, you've you already know that. Um, But if you're new to hearing about her, she's just one of a kind. There are not very many people that I meet that are like, yep, God said it. And so I'm doing it. Like, yep, he said this or this fell in my lap. I'm going to do it. She doesn't really toy around with it too much. She doesn't ask too many questions like, what would I do then? And how would I even do that? And what does that even mean? And she's just like, yep, heard you reporting for duty. Here I am showing up. And she gets on these calls almost every single time live. And it's 6 a.m. in California where she lives. And she shows up and she's always ready. So when she told me the other day that something amazing has happened to her and she just got some massive clarity and had these aha moments, um, there was just a lot of change. She said a lot of thoughts that she's had and she's really been thinking about things pretty deep. And she she's like, I can't wait to share them with you. And so I'm like, okay, do you want to, you can either call me, you can either send me a voice message today, call me tomorrow, or we can do this live on our podcast on Friday. And she's like, let's just do it on Friday. So I'm like, okay, let's see what we have to, <laughs> let's see what she says and what we have to do. But this is what I love is that it's, it's real people coming together and figuring out what their purpose is, figuring out the mystery of life of why am I here? Why am I specifically here? What is my job? And how can I fulfill that? And so she's walking in that. And I think there's no better way to teach someone how to walk in it than to teach it while we're walking in it. A lot of us think like, well, I'm not a master yet at this. So I need to wait until I really master this or just get more experience with this. And then I'll coach on it or I'll teach on it. Well, the problem is, is that your emotion and your experience and your perspective change as you move along. And it's harder to relate back to this person. So like, think about the broken, broken, broken version of you, the deepest pit you were ever in, in your whole life. You can like think about it, but while you were living it, you couldn't breathe and you and everything, everything was so loud and it was confusing and you were trying to just survive, but now you can't really feel those feelings. So imagine speaking from a place of that emotion, then speaking of a place from, oh, that was seven years ago. And I, I think it was pretty bad. So also why journaling is so huge. Journaling, because it's like little clips of your, of your past, of what you've said, how you thought, what your mind was thinking, the the breadcrumbs you were finding. So journaling is so important for that. So anyway, Alicia, I wanted to just Um, say thank you for boldly showing up here and offering to talk in front of the whole entire podcast show. There are several hundred people now that listen to each episode, which to me just doesn't make sense. (laughs) I just feel like that's so crazy Um, because it started as something just super small and wanting to find someone, just one other person who was like me. And then I ended up finding hundreds and then thousands of friends So thanks for showing up. No pressure.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Um, So like Taryn said, I have, over the last couple of years that we've known each other, have been on such an incredible journey. Um, I, I did quit my corporate job that I was the VP of for eight years. And I took a leap, just took a leap. I I was miserable there. I hated it. It was sucking the soul out of me every single day that I had to go. Um, But I felt like for a very long time that I just, it was what I was supposed to do. I was just supposed to go to work and this was my job and this is what I did. And so what that it didn't fulfill me. So what that I hated every minute of it. So what I had to do it, right? And I think that so many of us Walk in that path, because we were taught that because that is what what we what we saw our parents do. You know a lot of us have parents who went either didn't go to college and wanted you to go to college or went to college and got the job and the pension and the this and the that and and you go to work, and that's what you do. and I believed that for a long time. I mean, I I always say like I have work PTSD because (laughs) I have like this nine to five PTSD where I feel like I have to be working, doing the work for eight hours a day. I need to punch in and punch out. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I quit my corporate job. I still have a job, actually have several jobs. Uh, I work for a company now where I'm super aligned with them. They are a food company but uh they're driving our in the food industry into a more sustainable model which is amazing and something that I can totally get behind my background is health and wellness I, I love it it's m- one of my hats and one of the things that I do um and I just I've just been, I've noticed over the last couple of years that I've been following the breadcrumbs. I've just been following the breadcrumbs. I've been following what my soul has been telling me to do. And just most recently, I started an apparel business and I had never done anything in apparel (laughs) before, nor had I even thought about doing anything in apparel. And it's funny because we are also on this app called The Pattern, which is, crazy it's just the craziest app like if you're not if you're not on the pattern like just get just get on it and see like you have to see for yourself it just it tells gives you like this daily piece of information about where you are at in your life and like literally every time that I look at it I don't look at it daily but it'll send like little reminders to my phone and I'll be like oh yeah that's why which are the best that's why
0: if they're the best because it stops you and all of a sudden you're like hold on the pattern just send me a message (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what does this say it's amazing and you can link with us too so mm-hmm. you can share your pattern link and you could it will, will say like how compatible you are with someone else and then it'll also like give you notifications about other people so sometimes I'll get notifications about Alicia that'll say like yeah,
1: I actually just got one about you yesterday but I don't oh remember. you did I did well actually I think it came last night because it was on me. my phone when I woke up this morning it said Terrence. Your friend Taryn, and I didn't read it. Sorry,
0: some of them are like real intimate. I'm like, you should not be texting people about Alicia's business, okay? Like, seriously, like, yes, like Your I got when...
1: You're meant to walk,
0: it's <laughs> yes, like Alicia is having a mental breakdown, she doesn't value herself for them. I'm like, oh my gosh, no, it's, it's so true, it's amazing. So, yeah, side note, we're not getting sponsored by the pattern, but oh, we should either. <laughs> Not opposed to that. If the pattern would like to contact me, I would love to do some reels for them.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So, anyway, (laughs) I digress. Um, So, I've been just kind of following my soul and what my soul was telling me to do. And the pattern, and I had read this in the pattern a while ago. And it said, you, in like my job career, it said, you are, you know, you're, you're meant to, um, you love fashion, you're meant to be in fashion. And I always was like, what? No, no, absolutely not. You're wrong. And then one day, this just came to me and it was this knocking on my door that said, hello, you need to do this. You need to start a t-shirt business you need to start making t-shirts and i was like what okay here we go and so i did what i always do which is start to research and i did not go to college i finished high school and
0: i didn't know that no no, I didn't. OK. Yeah, I was um, a
1: nine-month <laughs> pregnant teen mom when I graduated from high school. And I had plans to go to college, but I had a new baby. And I needed to go to work. And so I did not go to college. I, I, am, um, I am taught by Google,
0: <laughs> Google <laughs> <love>
1: certified. <laughs> So literally, like everything that I've learned in my life, I've I've taught I've taught myself. Um, funny side note story: my very first job that I ever had, um, I I was working at an architectural firm as the receptionist, and I think I'm probably older than some of you, but um, when I was in high school, they they had a typing class, but it wasn't like You didn't really learn how to type. Just let's put it that way. Um, So when I graduated from high school, I did not know how to type. I actually didn't even know how to use a computer. I didn't even have a computer in my house. And so I went to go work for this architectural firm, and I didn't know how to type. And I was a receptionist and they were on Macs and I didn't know how to use a computer. And so they sent me to like the local city college to to take a typing class and learn how to type. But I I just went in there boldly and was like, hey, I can do this. And that's kind of my approach that I've always had in my life where something has come up that I don't have any experience in and don't know how to do. And I'm like, well, here we go. We're just going to figure it out. And so along, along the lines of this apparel business, I started doing research and um, just started taking information, uh, started buying all of the things that I needed. And, um, and so I'm off now I'm off. I, I built a website. I am in business and I'm doing this and I'm, it, it literally brings me so much joy. Like I stayed up until 11 o'clock the other night making t-shirts and most of the stuff that I was making was for people that I know. So that actually brings me a special joy because I know that like when I'm making it, I'm like, they are gonna love this. Like they are going to love this. And that is the one thing about this part, this business that I'm doing, that just brings me so much joy. So I've been on this it's been like a couple of months since I got this calling that I needed to do this and I have a regular job that I work from home um so my days are busy I actually also watch my little my little 3 month old niece every Thursday so my weeks are busy my days are busy like they're filled and I didn't think that because I'm home most of the time. I didn't really think that I was getting tired or burnt out. But Saturday, this last Saturday, my husband went on um, a, a little road trip with his brother and I stayed home. And I woke up Saturday morning. He left really, really early in the morning. And I woke up Saturday morning and I was literally exhausted, like more exhausted than I've ever not that I've ever been, but I, that I had ever been in a, that I had been in a long time and I have Hashimoto, So being exhausted is not something that I'm not familiar with, but I can usually tell like when I'm going to, like when a flare is coming or when I'm going to start, um, like when things are off, like I can feel it in my body, but it didn't feel like that. I just woke up and was tired and my brain didn't want to do anything. And I kept telling myself in my brain, I'm like, it's Saturday. Number one, I do lots of stuff on Saturdays usually. Um, my husband's not home, so I can run around and do all of the things that I normally would do without any like distractions. And I didn't, I didn't have the energy to do it. Like I had all this stuff in my brain, like you need to do this. You need to do that. You need to get on your website and start Like there were things that I need to do on my website. There were right, like
0: that that to-do list that just keeps adding in your head like another thing and another thing and another like just I just
1: knew that there were things that needed to get done right but I just did not have the capacity to do it Mm -hmm. and so I sat on the couch and I literally sat on my couch all day long on Saturday I love it in like put my sweats on and sat on my couch with the dogs all day long well I had my computer next to me because I kept telling myself that I needed to do some stuff, right?
0: i oh are <laughs> like, God, you're like I'll, bring, I'll just bring it and leave it on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, one. When <laughs> your hands start
1: typing, that's when you're doing the things. <laughs> so <laughs> I had my computer there and there's something that I had been interested in for, for a while. I, I mean, I'd heard about it and I had actually taken a quiz on it, but I never really did a lot of digging into it, but there's something called human design. And it's basically a chart of what our, it's like our own fingerprint, like what we are all made of and what makes us tick and why we are who we are. And I had to, I, like I said, I would taken the quiz like a, a while ago And the chart. When you take the your human design quiz, it tells you certain things like I knew already that I was a manifesting generator. And I had already done some research on what that meant. So there are certain aspects of me and my personality and things that I do that are directly correlated to the fact that I'm a manifesting generator. And so, but I wanted to, I had been wanting to take it a step further and look further into some of the other aspects of the chart and I had never really done it. And I don't know why, but something just told me to look it up. So I grabbed my computer and I just, I, I did another quiz. And so in your, when you, when you take the quiz, it's going to give you a chart and it's going to tell you all these, these things. And it's based on your birthday and the act where you were born and the actual time you were born. So I literally had to go like pull out my birth certificate. <laughs> so that I could do this. Like, I couldn't do anything all day, but I could go get my birth certificate yeah. out of the safe <laughs> and do this, right? Uh-huh. So something was calling me to, to do this work. So I, I ran my chart. I looked at it again. And there's besides what type, of, uh, what type you are in, in the human design, it'll also give you a definition and a profile and your profile is going to consist of two numbers. So it's a first number and a slash and a second number. And the numbers will tell you what you are and each of those numbers have a different meaning. So for me, I am a three five, so three slash, slash five. And <laughs> in, I guess the more traditional terms of human design, what a three, five is, is a martyr and heretic. And I hate the word martyr.
0: Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Ooh, martyr. Yeah. It's, <laughs>
1: it's so, it's so it like has such a negative connotation. Yeah, it really
0: does. And I'm like,
1: what really? Yeah.
0: Really? And it's the worst when you do these things and you find out that you're like, you're like, okay, wait, just call me out. Like right. it, some <laughs> of them attack. are kind of hard to hear.
1: Yeah. So there's actually, um, uh, there's a website, that there's a scout, her name's Jenna Zoe, and she does like a lot of, um, she has a website, you could go onto her site and, and look up your human design chart on her website for free, like you can do your, um, you know, put in your information With and I'll tell hand. you all, all of this information too, but what she calls the three five is, the great life experimenter, which I love so much better, right? That sounds to me like, I'm like, okay, that aligns. I feel that, right? So I started digging a little bit more into what that means. And it made me a little bit sad, I'm not gonna lie. It made me a little bit sad when I started to read some of it, but it, but I could feel it because I can identify with everything that it was saying. And so, for me in my life, what I need to do, what I'm meant to do as not only a manifesting generator, but as a three five, um, the great life experimenter, is I am meant to start things and not necessarily finish them. I am meant to go in down all of these paths and find my way and struggle my way and research and do all of the things that I have been doing my whole entire life and not necessarily come to an end not necessarily complete something Mm -hmm. and I was like well that sucks like (laughs) why Mm -hmm. um I want to finish something so but you know life is humorous right and God has his way. He has his way. And, and there really isn't a, a rhyme or reason to it. When he built you, he said, you're going to be this, this, this person. And there's a reason why I have to do these things. There is a reason why I have to start these things and not finish them. And part of the reason why three fives are meant to do this is to teach other people is to share our experiences and teach other people because what we take in, what I take in and what I learn through this, through every experiment that I do, through everything that I do in my life where I'm constantly researching and get, trying to get to that end point, I retain it and I teach it. And so in looking back, I, I like I said, I got a little bit sad and then I started reflecting on, my life and most mostly what has gone on over the last couple of years and the journey that I've been on in over the last couple of years and what I've done and I'm like I feel like I've dipped my toes in so many different things and I keep moving on to another thing another thing another thing but then I'm realizing what I did what I realized is that how they all come together how they all relate how they all how they are all connected And it gives me a really great opportunity to teach other people Mm -hmm. and to give my knowledge to other people. So when I quit my corporate job, I was the VP of this company and had massive responsibility. And when I quit, I realized that I didn't want to have that responsibility over all these people and all these things and this business. I, I didn't want it. I wanted to, I wanted to have the freedom.
0: Did you, did you, um, did you at one time want that?
1: Absolutely. 1000%. Probably from the time that I was the receptionist.
0: I wanted that. And So now looking back, since you're in a different emotion, obviously quitting your job, that was, was, I mean, that important to you it was your dream for so long you achieved it it was there now that you're out of it and the emotion is different what do you think that you were really wanting
1: i think what i what i really and this goes back to all of that i'm constantly striving for the thing that i don't know so in in the long run I mean, we all deal with imposter syndrome. we all deal with not feeling like we're enough. we all deal with um, with not feeling like we're qualified, right and that's been me forever, I feel like, and it still is. but where I think that I get the my my self gratification is when I can kind of overcome that hurdle of. Okay, I'm scared. I don't know how to do this. Mm -hmm. I don't feel qualified. I am an imposter. I am faking it till I make it. Doing, you know, having all of those thoughts, but being able to overcome them and do it.
0: I think it's because it is our inner true spirit. And we talk, I talk a lot about that spirit being kept in a cell and like bound and you know like shut up we don't care what you think like this is what we want and it's almost like we're overcome by our fleshly desires and and what the world says and pleasing other people and because we're hurt and and damaged we have a skewed thing so that inner spirit is like this is what I want like this is truly what I want and when you can let that overpower the other things it's the sense of I am powerful and I am in control I'm Mm -hmm. the one who steers the ship not my thoughts not outside influences not what everyone thinks I should do not other people's opinions or the devil trying to attack me it's like no I am doing that and when you can be present and eliminate distractions and heal yourself and get into a good state Follow the path of where your spirit needs to go. Like you're like, there's an energy block here with this job. I just, I don't know why, but I know it needs to go away. And that's fearful. A lot of people want to quit their job. Not a lot of people do, especially if you don't have one lined up. And you quit your job, you were like, I'm, I'm out of here. Two weeks. I don't even want to give you two weeks. Like I need to go. And when you, every single time you step into that and you crush that fear, you crush that thing. It literally disappears. The mm-hmm. next time you have to make that decision, it's not a scary decision because you know, you're like, this isn't, there's nothing to fear here. I was fearful. I got through it. I quit my job and it was the best thing I ever did. So the next yeah, time, but that then the next you,
1: decision that yeah, I, it'll be a different
0: one, not scary again. <laughs> yep. But then you go through it and yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, this was awesome. And then you learn to trust in God more. And you learn to hear his voice quicker. And that's why now you can make so many decisions and you can pivot and move and go down these paths because you're just ready. The real, the, and I, I wrote down this, so I wouldn't forget to say it, but I feel like you're really get, you really get to a good level when you wake up and you have that feeling of being tired or you don't feel like doing anything And instead of beating yourself up over it or even trying to convince yourself out of it, you recognize it, you love it, you accept it, and then you do what it wants to do with no guilt. And you know that God is downloading something in you. God needs your attention, God needs you to slow down. And real, like I look forward to that now where I'm like, whoa, I feel super off. I'm really tired. I don't feel like creating. I don't feel like pouring into people. I don't feel like getting like. I'm just gonna cancel my day, and I'm just gonna lay here. Even when you're in the valley and you have those days every day, the best thing you can do is slow way down and spend more time with God, relaxing, because that's when you have the creative moments. Like God, no, God is like, okay, Alicia, I want what's best for you. Your plan, forget it. It's not even good. You think it's great? It's not. What I have for you over here is so much. You're going to freak out. Wait until you see it. Just trust me. I'm going to get you there. And instead you wake up and God's like, okay, I need her to go back to human design. Like I need her to see this and have this connection, but your flesh is like, I got to work. I got to work. I got to get this stuff done. I have these orders to do. I I need to make money. I need to keep moving. And God's like, no, 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 no. Stop. Hey, over here. I don't want you to do that. Your husband's gone. Like, look at all the ways that he just opened up everything Mm -hmm. for you. Like your husband was gone, all the distractions. You're at home by yourself. You have the opportunity to work or not because it's a weekend and you have more free time and your brain needed that space to be able to do that. And I wrote down human design on this whiteboard about, I don't know, two months ago when When you were talking about it. it last time. And it just some reason I was like, oh, human design. The only thing I wrote down and I put it and I just, I have a bunch of these and I stick them. I, my husband's safe is right next to me. <laughs> Luckily it's magnetic. <laughs> and so I just stick like all these random things over there of things like, think about this later. Um, this saved my life by the way. And you can get them on Amazon, a pack of like 10 of them for like 10 bucks. They're amazing. Little plug for those. But I wrote that down because i knew it was something and then every couple of weeks i'll look over here and i'll erase some of the boards because i'll either like mm, i don't like need to think about that anymore or i'm not ready and i even just cleaned this out the other day and i saw it and i was like no i need to research that and it's been in like my research so the fact that you just said that and you're talking about it again that is a breadcrumb for me like mm-hmm. god obviously wants me to hear what this is about so realize like you guys being on here, like that is how God works. And then you're like, okay, some of you might've been like, I don't even, I don't even care about that. Like it didn't resonate with you. You didn't think like, I should look it up. I should. And that's okay. That's okay. You don't have to. It's what your, it's like what your spirit feels, what your spirit connects with where you're like, oh, that's weird. Or like you said, something made you go look up human design. It wasn't something. It was the Holy spirit nudging you to do it. And it was God moving through you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 100%. Us talking on here about it, like, I just think it's so cool.
1: And I encourage you, if, um, if you're married or have a partner, to look at their human design also. Mm. So, that was the other thing that I did. And whoa, it was actually mind blowing. Mind blowing. Wow. Um, it will tell you so much about, you know, there's those things about your, your spouse that you're, or your partner that you're like, why do they do that?
0: Yeah. Like
1: why, (laughs) why are you this way? And, um, it was, it was really, really enlightening. Um, I just, it blew my mind. It literally blew my mind. So if you have a spouse or a partner and you do this for yourself, I said, I would
0: even, I would even say to do it for your kids. Yeah, because yeah. I love finding out all of those, you know, we do like the love languages, the love languages. for ourselves mm-hmm. and Enneagrams for ourselves mm-hmm. and now human design, like learning more about your kids just helps you to be a better parent, even yeah. if you have adult kids, like yeah. every single thing when I mention kids, it's never like they're little kids, it, you can do the same thing, whether your child is three or your child is 33, like, It is the same. Be like, Hey, if they have a phone, text it to them. Hey, do this and tell me what you get. Like, I want to know, I want to learn about you.
1: It's very interesting because, um, the numbers go
0: from, let's see it'll tell me in here. Um, Erin said, can you put the website in our telegram chat, please? Yes. Yes. I absolutely
1: will. So, um, I actually did two different ones but I'll put them both in there but I really loved like I said I love the one the chart that I pulled up on uh that Jenna Zoe does it's just the way she uses her words is it feels better to me mm-hmm. so I love that and I haven't even like scratched the surface of this like I there's so much about human design there's like I mean when you pull up your chart you gonna be like what is this? This is Greek. I have no idea what this means. And so there's, there's a lot that has. So for instance, like when I just pull up my chart properties, like, and this is just putting in my information and it does its thing. Right. Um, It'll tell me my type, which I am a manifesting generator. My strategy, my strategy is responding. And that is so true. So whenever I'm in conversation with anybody about anything, I am constantly thinking about how I'm going to respond. Like it all is almost distracting to the conversation because I'm already thinking about what I'm going to say. So it was, it, that was interesting. Um, your authority, the way you make decisions, it tells you mine is um, emotional and it's based on something, the way that something makes me feel. Uh, my definition is a split definition. There are two distinct different voices inside me that talk to me, which I am also a Gemini. So that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my profile is a three five, the great life experimenter. Um, And then it just tells like some other like digestion. I have like a nervous touch. Uh, There's like a buzzing and a nervous touch, which is super interesting because I've always dealt with, like gut, well not always, but for the last, what's it been like, five years? Dealt with gut issues, um, and then my strongest sense is touch, also. So yeah, that's it tells you like so certain cool. things, certain little things like that, where you're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, but it, but like I said, like all of this is just the surface of what human design is, and you can go so much further into it. I haven't even scratched the surface.
0: So how well? Let me see. You said, now you've said that twice. I haven't even scratched the surface. And sometimes we're really not meant to dig in super deep. Like you said at the beginning, like hopping from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, um, you're just, you just really need to find like the next crumb.
1: Uh-huh. That's
0: really all you're do- That's all you have to do. And you find this thing and it connects with your spirit says something where you're like, it's it like communicates on a subconscious level where you just like, hear something. And you're like, Yes, like I totally get that. I totally feel that. I identify with that. And then you're like, "Oh, that's why I do that." And then all of a sudden, like that makes you feel better because because yeah. you understand. So you said like this whole thing happened to you this weekend, and it was it was so God handed. <laughs> and how do you feel like having this aha moment and this moment of clarity has changed or has continued you on the path that you were on? from being burnt out a little bit last week, just kind of feeling that to now you have this like new sense of purpose, you know?
1: I don't think it's it's changed anything for me. I think that it what it did was it, uh, it, um, it released some blocks that I had. So some things came to me this week. I have like a huge influx in my business that just came in that I didn't do very much for, because I, yeah. I've been purposely holding back on that portion of my business, because I know that when I do certain things, I'm gonna pull a lever and things are gonna happen and I'm not ready to receive it yet. And so, but some things happened. Um, it opened it opened up some areas that I, where I was blocking and I could feel it throughout this week come up so or open up I should say so so I I released the block and I opened and I made space for other things to come in so for instance um I have been procrastinating something that I'm that I have had like four weeks to do (laughs) and um and I'm kind of like in the nth hour of it and I did my best work this week on it and although I had four weeks to do it, if I had worked on it three weeks ago, I probably wouldn't have done as well, or I wouldn't have been as efficient about it, or I wouldn't have been able to breeze through it or gather the information that I actually really needed to get. So I, I joke about that a lot. I'm like, why? And I tell Tara, I'm like, gosh, why am I such a procrastinator? Why am I this way? But it, it is for a reason. There is a reason for it. The gift of
0: procrastination, it truly is a gift. And people think that it is so bad and I'm so, oh my gosh, and I'm so irresponsible and I'm so lazy and why do I do this? And, and we just, it's more negative self-talk. It's because that's what we were programmed to think. That's a limiting belief that people who are uncreative and not in touch with their energy and not in touch with who they are and who they were created to be have said that. And so you were just like, okay, this is the truth. And it actually is amazing because God can give you a vision. Like he gave me a vision and told me to redo my course, my course that I made last year ish, uh, maybe four months ago. God was like, redo your course. So I immediately wrote it down on my to do list. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to redo this course. Yeah, I'm going to do this. And it was on every to do list I made for the last four months, the very top redo videos, redo videos. And for whatever reason, I would pick everything else on the to-do list besides this and beat myself up in my head. Like, why aren't you doing the freaking recording? Record the thing. Same with my book. God gave me the vision for my book. And then I just wasn't doing it. And everyone I talked to, I'm like, yep, I need to be writing my book. I know I need to be writing. Yep. Still not writing. Yep. I'm still not writing it. I got a publisher, but I'm still not writing it. It'll be soon. Pray for me that I write this. Okay. Can everyone just pray for me that I like get my stuff done? Can we Okay. Yes. But God is like, Hey, you're not ready to do it yet. Uh That's why I don't have it in you pushing you. Like now's the time. Do you know what happened yesterday or two days ago? I was, I was not in the mood to do anything. And I came and sat down at my computer. My kids were gone. The baby was sleeping. Like, I'm just going to play around on my computer. Um, you know, just to catch up on emails, whatever. And all of a sudden I pulled this out and outlined my entire new course it took me about an hour i was had tears in my eyes because i couldn't even believe how it was coming together and what it was going to do for people and it was so clear and it was god's hand on my pen writing it all and then yesterday oh, i recorded three of the video three of the five videos back to back first takes no edits sit down, here's the video. And it is literally gives me chills talking about it because it is to date the best thing that I have ever created. And it's because it's the first thing I created in alignment with God. And I know that this is going to change people more than I ever could. I know that it's done. It was easier. It was more fun. It took less time. And it's. I already have people now who I know it's working because I've been getting an influx in messages from people saying, okay, I am just, I need, I need to figure out my purpose. Where do I go? Like, I need this. And I'm like, oh, April 1st, baby. Like, I already am ahead of you. And because it, that's what starts to happen. And on Monday, we're going to talk about Elijah and Elisha in the Bible. One's with a J, one's with an SH and how Elisha was standing and doing exactly what God wanted him to do and the blessings just kept coming. And that's exactly what ha- is happening to you, Alicia. That you're like, well, I wasn't trying, well, I wasn't working. I had this influx in orders, like crazy. I had all this stuff. That's exactly how it happens.
1: And that's how we are supposed to move through life. What you just said, mm. how you created that is exactly how we're supposed to move. We are not supposed to spend endless hours and time and exhaustion on trying to get things done that come so easy and natural to us Mm -hmm. and the things that we do easily and naturally are the things that we're supposed to be doing. So for me right now in, at my job, I am teaching this corporation about wellness and healthy habits and how to incorporate them into your life. And I'm, I'm also creating a training course on like accountability and how to set boundaries and and all of these things that go along with business like you can be a you can work at a corporation you can be a business owner you can be an entrepreneur you can be anything that you want to be in any walk of life that you're in you could be a, a stay-at-home mom you, anything that you want to be but you have to learn how to move through and flow through your life mm-hmm. in a way that is conducive to what, what you need to do in your own energy. It, when you continue to push through, I mean, the hustle mentality, I feel like is just so overrated. Like I am removing hustle from my vocabulary.
0: Yeah. People even have, you know, shirts. I absolutely have
1: a my team name was hustle with heart isn't that crazy but I'm removing that from my vocabulary because we shouldn't have to hustle Mm. we don't need to hustle
0: so this is a perfect example how the devil tries to trick you so the devil was kicked out of heaven we talked about that like a couple of podcasts ago he was kicked out of heaven because he felt like I don't need God I can do it better and then when he fell to hell now his job is to rule over the earth and to try to convince you that you can do it better than God. You don't need God. Don't turn to God. That's why people usually don't turn to God until they're flat in the pit because they've exhausted every option. Oh, you know what? You a little irritated? You can do that drug. You can take that pill. You can smoke that. You can drink that. You can forget it. You know, it's all about you. Go get that car. Go work hard. Go sacrifice. You're going to get it. It's going to feel good. You want that feeling. And you go, 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 and nothing is going to work. And you're being tricked thinking I'm going to hustle. I'm going to keep working. And it's like, no, you don't have to work that hard. You do not have the less you do. Catherine zinkina says this quote, she says, the less you do, the more you make. And yeah. the woman made $8 million last year by traveling the world and having the best time of her life because she figured out how to tune into this. Where it's not about your plan. It's you have to slow down. Slow way down. Because if you're running, you cannot even see what's passing you by. You have to do less. So sitting on the couch is actually a great thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's good for your mind. It's good for your business. It's good for your finances. But Taryn, if I'm not working, how am I going to make money? You will. Because it's not about you working hard. Things are going to fall into your lap. People will just message you. Hey, do you know how many people have messaged me since I stopped selling my network marketing products saying, hey, do you have that link for hemp oil that I can buy? I and just
1: I'm, got a message yesterday. Like I'm that. Like,
0: Seriously, I don't even sell it anymore. These sales could have been good like before, you know, but I'm not even working at all, even talking about it, doing anything. And it's still like the energy is still flowing to me because of the momentum that I created and gifts are still coming up to me. They're still surfacing from, from what I started doing. So you just have to start it. Like God speaks it to you and you're obedient. It's pretty easy to be obedient too. When you feel like doing it, like when you feel like getting off the couch and going to get your birth certificate out of the safe, like you wanted to do that. So it really works good because you do want to do that. And if you're in the deepest, part of the valley right now because I just feel like I need to say this to someone because I was thinking of hearing all this and how incredible it is but if I was in a super deep pit right now this would irritate me because I would feel like oh yeah that's good for you good for you that you can do that that you figured it out because I'm still over here like laying on my floor can't even can't even go one day without drinking, or I am in such an abusive relationship and I know God's telling me to leave and I just don't have the courage to go. And easy for you to say when you have, you know, four kids that are healthy and live at home, I have kids that are addicted to drugs and one's in jail and one's stealing from me. I mean, it's hard when you're going through the pits of life Mm -hmm. and it's so discouraging when you hear good things because you just think like, why not me? Why them and why not me? Why can't I get out? Why can't I have clarity? And I'm telling you, and um, right after I get this last two videos recorded today, I'm starting on my book. I can feel it. I know it's ready. I can just literally, like I already feel it coming through. And I know, and the book is all on the valley. It's all on when you were at that deepest, lowest point of what to do. But until that comes out before summer, I'm claiming it by June. That you need to just start focusing on your relationship with God, get a devotional, get a, get a chronological Bible, large print on Amazon. (laughs) Um, and my, I'm really glad because the first three videos in my course that I recorded yesterday were all on your purpose and who you are. and, And it gives tons of resources of different Bible studies and books and, Um, things that really, really changed my life when I was in that moment. We talk about therapy and getting plugged into a church and how do you know which church? And I even give you all my prayers that I pray in the morning over my life and over my business. Um, Journal prompts for you to really pull out your emotions and pull it out. So that will be a really great place for you to start too. Um, But I just want you to know that, that you will get out you will i know you can't see the end i know you don't feel it but i promise you you will get out and i know that because god says that you will for yeah sure. there's
1: something there's there's something that i heard recently and i've now regurgitated it a couple of times um and i know that i heard it for a reason there was a reason why i i got this message because i needed to share it
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a lot right along the same line of being in the valley and why things are happening the way that they're happening to you and maybe you feel that way but nothing's by chance this life that you're living is not by chance your your soul contract when you god puts you here for a purpose and your and your path is already there Nothing that is happening nowhere where you are or where you've been is by chance. And you know, people say that when you're in a deep, dark place or when things aren't going right, or it's a bad time for you, that time heals all wounds, and you can and it just you just need time to get through it. And that's not actually true.
0: Mm-hmm. you
1: don't you you don't need time. You, I mean, it could take time, it could take a week, it could take a month, it could take a year, but what you really need to do is you need to find the lesson. You need to find the lesson in why, what the purpose is of of you going through whatever you're going through. And until you learn that lesson, until you find the lesson in that and you learn how to move past it, you won't. Mm -hmm. So that's your time. That is the amount of time that it's going to take. And so I just would really encourage anybody who is walking in a struggle to look for the purpose, look for the lesson, look for the reasons why. And I don't mean like, why God are you doing this to me? I mean, look deep and and figure out where this breadcrumb is leading you to because everything has a purpose.
0: Mm -hmm. Everything
1: Everything has a purpose.
0: When you have the superpower of linking with God, you can just ask God, show me what I'm missing. Uh I don't even know what I need to heal from, but I know it's something, bring it to the surface. And I started praying that, um, we, I, we learned to do that in my new life group that I'm in. And I was like, okay, what else? Like I figured approval of others, perfectionism and pride were my three biggest things. Like currently right now that God was trying to break me of. Um, in recent years, it was anxiety, depression, abandonment, those things I was healed from. Then all of a sudden it surfaced in me, massive unforgiveness. I have so much unforgiveness. I have so much resentment and I also have body image issues. Like no idea until yesterday, I, I was, I saw a couple things on social media recently that I kind of just planted little seeds where someone was talking about body image and they're like, how do you know if you have body image issues? And she said something and I was like, oh, I do that. But then I just kept scrolling and then it was like another thing and another thing. And then I was like, then I like really stopped to think about it. And I was like, oh yeah, I've even said this before. I've even said that I have I have issues around food and and how I look and it's how I was raised. And so like, then I was like, oh yeah, I forgot, okay. And then I told my husband last night about my unforgiveness. And I'm like, you know what? I realized that I have so much unforgiveness, like, and you know how, you know, something bothers you is because when you think about it, you get this like anger in your chest. If you think of someone, you think of like an old boss or an old mentor or an old friend or an old husband or something that happened and you think about what they did to you, what they said to you, what they forced you to do, what they abused you through, what they said to you, all of those things. And you just feel it inside of you. Like you just have that, you need to release that. That is a blockage. Like Alicia was saying that like feeling in you, it's blocking your mind from the good. It's blocking you from accepting the abundance and joy. It's letting that go. And it's even in simple things like driving your car getting road rage. I've talked about that before, like, or driving fast and like whipping in and out of people and you feel your body tense and that energy inside of you. And you're like, oh my gosh, another red light. But It's that feeling too. It's that you that you need to be like, okay. And I literally do that while I'm driving. I'll be like, I started leaving 10 minutes early so that I'm not late. And then when I drive, I'm like, okay, like, it's fine. Look at the time. We have lots of time. And I try to bring myself back to present moment by recognizing all the things around me and thanking God for them. Thank you, God, for those birds. Oh, look at the trees. They're starting to bud. It is a nice day out. Thank you for the sun. Thank you for my car. And I just start listing things all around me. And sometimes I have to go like bigger and longer and do it for 10 minutes if I'm in a point where I'm really upset. But a lot of times it just takes that awareness of like, okay, thank you, God. Good day. I'll like put on a new song or put on the radio and just try to shift because that's what we need to do day to day and not let things trigger us, and not hold on to those things, but ask God to reveal them to you. And then when you show up and you spend time with him, you're reading his word, you're in a devotional, you're listening to a sermon, you'll start to pick things out where you're like, oh, yep, another thing on unforgiveness. Oh, yep, look at this. And then that's God answering you and talking to you, and those are breadcrumbs to help you heal. So don't forget about the fact that you can just pray and ask God, and those things will be revealed to you. But the better you get, the least amount of things you really care about and that stress you out, the easier success is going to come to you and happiness and fulfillment and abundance. It's all right there, just like hanging over your head, waiting to just fall onto you. But you have so much crap that it can't. You have so many thoughts that are negative and so much stress and so much worry and so much anger that it it can't come onto you. And so- Setting boundaries is huge. If you have poor boundaries and you let people walk all over you and you let their energy come to you, that's what a boundary is. It says, This is where I end and this is where you begin. And they're not connected. And do not cross my energy. Do not come over here and affect how I am. And it might not be other people, it might be you, because I used to feel like my mom triggered me a lot. And so I would not want to go over to her house because I would go over there and I would sense that she's in like a bad mood. And I would instantly get this, like, why are you in a bad mood? Like it would change my spirit. It would make me a different person. And I, I didn't like how I was. And so I had to separate myself from her for a little while. Like I don't go over there as much. And, and then what I found out was that it was actually me perceiving her energy because I was her and I had issues that I haven't figured out. So don't just think that it's everyone around you. It could be a mirror reflecting yep. back onto you.
1: I actually just had that exact conversation with my mother last night. And wow. I mean, we, we had some, her and my brother, I was, I am like the matriarchy of the family, like the peacemaker, the go-between and. Um, And I told her that, I told her that same thing. She was talking about all of the things about him that she disliked. And I was like, I just want to point this out, that you need to think about this when you're judging people. And I'm not talking about just him, I'm talking about everybody in your life. When you start to judge somebody, take one second and think about all of those things that you dislike in that person Because that is a mirror for you. She highly disagreed with me, of course, but. (laughs)
0: You're wrong. (laughs) But,
1: and I was like, no, go look it up. I'm not wrong. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) But it's true. And that's when you have to go deep. That's when you have to go, go into reflection and, and find out, find the thing in you that Bothers you so much about that person, and find it in you because it is in you. Mm-hmm. Every single time, it's in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you have holding in. The, the things that people do that trigger you and affect you, they are one hundred percent every single time presenting a mirror to you. So I and I read this book, The Judgment Detox. And that was one of the things that I learned from it because I had a really bad habit of judging people. Like just looking at somebody on the. my husband like laughs all the time because we'll go to like events like a baseball game or Supercross or something like that. And I'm sitting there looking, I'm not paying attention to whatever the event is. I'm not even looking, I'm looking at everybody else. And he's like, would you stop? And I'm like, what? What am I doing? This is taking in my environment. No, I'm judging. I'm judging everybody. And yeah. so I, I read that book, The Judgment Detox, because I'm like, this is not healthy for me. Like, I shouldn't have all these thoughts going through my head about all these people that I'm surface judging. I don't know any of them, you know? And so, but it is, it's it's a mirror always when you, when you pass judgment mm-hmm. on somebody. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that we did this on here. And I have had the little vision of interviewing people on this podcast show for a while. And I just didn't know how to start it, how to do it. If I wanted to do it, it was just kind of a thought I tucked away. And I realized that while we were on here, I love the way that it was flowing and and, um, it was happening. So I wrote down on my list that I'm going to start scheduling some interviews on Fridays so that we can come on here and talk to different people. And I think it would be a really good way to reach out to, um, just such a wide variety of people that have achieved tons of success and, in, in different things. So thank you for this. Thank you guys for being on and for listening to the recording. Um, there's a reason why you heard this. There's a reason why you were here and I don't know what it is, but when this is over, take some time and. Just close your eyes and ask God, God, what is it that you want me to hear? Where is it that you want me to go next? What was the point of me waking up and listening to this today? And then be quiet and be still and listen and write down whatever comes to your mind. Don't make sense of it. Don't question it. Don't try to figure out the details. Don't think if it like sounds okay. It doesn't matter how crazy it is. The crazier and more embarrassing you feel like it is to even say out loud, the more that it's from God. Because when God tells you, write a book, you're like, okay, hold on. I didn't even pass my English class. I didn't even go to English. I didn't even do this. You know, don't even worry about that. Just see truly, you know, what you're supposed to do and listen. So I love you guys so much. I believe in all of you. You are chosen and anointed. Thank you, Alicia, for coming on here boldly. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye guys. Thank you for listening and spending your morning with me. I pray that God blesses your day and that he helps you to see the calling that is on your life. Lord, help us to be obedient to what you've called us to do. Help us to walk in our day side by side with you and link with your power instead of trying to do it on our own. We know we cannot do this on our own, although we try please continue to help us and continue to lead us and guide us. We love you so much in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Have a blessed day. Thanks for being here. Oh, and don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Terrence Arconi so that you can grow with me and you can learn how to get out of the Valley, how to stay out of the Valley and exactly what to do to have the best life ever in 2022.